If you're hearing this, it's not too late. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it might be, uh, or it might be. Um, yeah. Welcome back. Another week of the comprehensive beatdown. It's election week. It's election day. Well, it's election us. day today. Yeah. Um, it's election week for you. So you already know who won the election, everybody. That's right. Hopefully, uh, we do not. Hopefully, Hopefully we already know. Or they already know. know. Um, so yeah. Uh, without getting into any of that whatever hope you went out and voted today hope you uh voted to uh make a difference and make a stand for something that's right right something not something despicable right (laughs) (laughs) but that's all we're gonna Um, say about that yeah that's all we're gonna say about that uh welcome back this week we are listening to a great album uh we both had the pleasure of listening to already the new common album black america again that's right uh, produced in its entirety by Kareem Riggins, um, who is from the Detroit area. Maybe you know him, maybe you don't. We'll give you a little tidbits about who he is uh, coming up. But he has had a very busy year, last couple years. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Yeah, we'll talk so about it. What are we listening to now? So this is from the Brookzill album, Throwback uh-huh. to the Future. Uh, Brookzill features uh, Prince Paul, Ladybug, uh-huh. <clears throat> Mecca from Digable Planets. Awesome. Um, producer Don uh, Newkirk from like De La Soul fame. Hell yeah. And uh, uh, Rodrigo Brandau, I think is how you say it. He's uh, MC from Brazil. So okay. that's why it's called Brookzill, like bringing the music of Brooklyn and, and Brazil. Brazil together. together. Yeah. So check it out. Sweet. I listened to it this week. Uh, I think it's been out since the summer, so I just finally got to it on Friday last week, and it's really cool. cool. So I wanted to kick off with that this week. All right. Well, All right. So yeah, that's called Throwback to the Future. Check that out for sure. Cool. And uh, oh, I put this track on here because it features Dell, the funky homo sapien. Heck yeah. Who is rapping right now as we speak? Riggedy, riggedy, rapping. There's Dell. Um, so we want to take this moment out for everybody to um, remind you where you can listen to us. Um, oh shit! Almost forgot about you can that. listen to, it, to us wherever you found us. Yeah, you can just keep also doing hear that. us on uh, dopemedianetwork.com. You can find us and follow us on Twitter at Comp Beatdown. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at Comprehensive Beatdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also on Satchel Player. Uh, that's an application that you should download to your smart devices, yeah. which will allow you to listen to our podcast and other podcasts and um, also support said podcast in monetary donations or yeah. uh, you know just sharing and letting everybody know that you listen right? because uh, we could use that. Definitely, you know, and um, I think that's all. That's the my places. pitch. Yeah. That's my pitch. Good job. You've been killing that the past thank few you. weeks. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, fade in this common album here. Yeah. This is Joy and Peace, track number one. Yeah. Let me just say, um, if you are new to Commons music, um, you will like this album. 
yeah. if you are familiar with Common's music, you will really like this album. I think that's true. Um, because for uh, those of us that have kind of uh, been fans and stuff since the beginning, it's a throwback, not necessarily his rapping. Um, he's, he's always been tight as a rapper, even on bad albums and music. Right. But it's a throwback to the feel of some of his earlier albums. I agree with that. Um, One Day It All Makes Sense, uh, Like Water for Chocolate. Um, the, the cohesiveness, the sequencing, and everything on this album is very familiar with what it was before. Right. Uh, I think good music tried a little too hard to... I think they tried a little too hard with his sound to, to make it kind of out there a little bit. Mm. Uh, so with Universal Mind Control, we got like a mess. Yeah. Um, That's some sonically. No, no one could ever figure out what to do with him, like whatever label he was on yeah, or whatever. Uh, I think they always, they thought that he had commercial appeal because he would drop songs like The Light and stuff like that, which yeah. had great crossover appeal. And, and, you know, and he makes songs that, you know, men like, women like, you know, the college kids like, the grown-ups like, the neo-soul crowd likes. So, but he did that just by being common. Right. You know, I think that's, and that showcased on this album very well. Yeah. Um, With uh, Kareem's uh, sound, uh, Glasper kind of mixed in intermittently uh, in a couple of tracks. Belial's all over the album. All over. Um, So... I think this album was kind of... And, and we're at the point where Common's not worried about album sales. He's got that acting money. Yeah, he's got that uh, that card. Yeah. Uh, you know? So I think he's able to really focus on what he wants to focus on. And uh, I think that showcases in the album, and I think that's how it throws back to his earlier stuff with Relativity, because Relativity was a hip-hop label, and all they cared about was putting out dope music. Right. So, you know, once again, I think we're, you know, I, I just, I think Common is in control of his own destiny. Or maybe for a few years there, he was not. Right. And, um, and of course, he, he felt the loss of Jay Dilla a little bit more than a lot of people. You know, him and Jay lived together in Los Angeles. They shared an apartment. Um, so I think that kind of threw him for a loop for a little while. I think maybe he was counting on that to be kind of his uh, his go-to for a little yeah. while, you know, because they made great music together. And um, I think that probably messed him up just a little bit. So, but anyway, um, I think, this is, yeah, and He's done so much. This is a put out a shitload of albums. Like you've been, a, you yeah. know, listen to them all. And um, yeah, I just I think he was never going to get any more popular in the mainstream than a few songs. Yeah. And he did. Then the albums are always there for the fans. Yeah. And as much as I like B, that's where it started to change a lot. Um, oh, absolutely. And B is one of my favorite albums of his. But then it just was like, okay, what do we do with this guy? Yeah. And you know. America in the mainstream wasn't ready for like conscious rappers on a great scale at that time. Although yeah. Kanye was kind of popular, they were more people were interested in watching Kanye implode than listening to his friends rap. So he just kind of got off track for a minute. But he's only made one album I hate, and that's uh, Universal Mind Control. Yeah, and I thought Universal Mind Control, and I 
I ex- I was hoping for more out of the dreamer, the believer. I, I like that, that one. Cool. I don't. It's probably. It's definitely not in my top six, but I still. Well, I like yeah. it. I don't put it in yeah. the. I don't put it there with Universal Mind Control. Yeah, no doubt. But I don't um, love it. This but is, Nobody Smiling was really good. Yeah, that's pretty really good. Really dark. Yeah. Um, and shout out. Uh, I think No ID did most of that album. But this is the first one I've really connected with since B, probably. Like, yeah. From the first listen. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. Yeah, I agree with you that, like, stylistically, he doesn't have much to prove anymore and like he sounds good because he doesn't have to put out an album but i'm afraid people are going to put too much on this album because everybody's looking for everyone to make such an artistic statement and like a conscious statement now which he kind of deserves i guess he's been doing this for a long time he didn't get woke yesterday like a lot of these other rappers you know no uh just go back and look this is under resurrection yeah yeah um but yeah i mean it's just a little interlude here. You know, I think this allows us to kind of put his disco- his discography up against everybody. Else. I think so, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think the lull there for a couple albums kind of, kind of, I don't want to say tainted his legacy because no. that's certainly not the case. But it, you know, it it might not have, you know, it made people kind of forget about him maybe yeah. a little bit. But I think this album definitely helps to kind of reestablish that he is certainly one of one of the best rappers you know catalog wise that we've ever had what is this like his ninth album eighth um it's got to be his ninth um uh, we have kind of borrow a dollar resurrection one day it all makes sense like water for chocolate um electric circus uh b finding forever dreamer believer nobody's smiling this is 10th album yeah i always forget about finding forever yeah which was actually a decent album it's good um, I just yeah, ten albums. There's a lot of other legendary rap groups that don't have ten albums yeah. and have a couple bad ones, you know. Absolutely. So proportionally, he's all good. Yeah, he he gets uh, he he can certainly um, rest on his laurels a little bit. Yeah. This is Black America again. Song four produced by Kareem and Robert Glasper. And the interlude that you just heard before this was actually produced by Glasper. He produced a couple of the interludes throughout the album. Yeah. Um, which are really tastefully done, really well done. I mean, it really kind of pulls everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll kind of notice throughout the album, there's a, I mean, it's just a good way. The, the album moves really well. Uh, the interludes kind of tie all that together. Yeah. Um, you know, the kind of the instrumental jazzy interludes. Yeah. 
And he got Stevie Wonder on a song. That's pretty amazing. Oh, look. It's going to be a nerve-wracking evening. Kind <laughs> of oh, not looking forward to it. I know. Did you mention this is the title track? Yeah, Black America. Black America again. Again. It, I didn't mention it's the title track, but it is. I haven't been doing good in saying the names of the songs. There he is. The goat. The real goat. The all-time. The all-time goat. That's got to be the best guest appearance we've ever heard on the podcast, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Has to be. I mean, by default. Right. Stevie freaking wonder. It'd be wrong to think otherwise. It would be. There's everyone else, and then there's Stevie Wonder. Yep. And I really don't care what your opinion is on that. Nope. There are facts, and there are facts. Yep. was the second single from the album released uh, it was about a month ago. You know, I don't think I heard any of the singles. I somehow just missed them. I forgot the album was coming out till it was out on yeah. Friday. Alright, so for the sake of time, we'll get into the next song here. Next song is Love Star featuring PJ and Marsha Ambrosius. Ambrosius, a common frequenter. Frequentor, frequentor, frequenty, frequenty, frequentois. That's French. That's French. So I saw some really amazing music Saturday night here in Jackson. All right. Well, tell us about it. At the Mosquito. It's called uh, Zach Ray's New Music Collective. Okay. Free Jazz. And it was this guy that plays drums, and he had a bass player, a guitar player, and a guy playing saxophones. Yeah. And Saxophones? Yeah, he had a couple different okay. like, saxophones. And right. So, you know, they play a couple songs. And the drummer is like, okay, that first one we just improv, you know, on site. The second one, 
um, pretty much everything they played that wasn't a cover were his songs that he had written, the drummer. Okay. Yeah. So the way this works is it's him and just a rotating cast of different musicians that come in to play his music. Uh-huh. They're playing this like amazing, like freak out free jazz, like all over the place shit. Yeah. It all sounds improv, you know. But pretty much every song, other than a couple improvs and I think a cover here and there, they were reading off a of sheet music that he had written. And this uh, quartet, it was only the second time they had played together before. Uh-huh. And I was just like, everybody up there was just blown away with it. Yeah. You know, I've seen, he's been there a couple times. So I've seen him in other bands and stuff. But when he said that, you know, this bass player, this is only the second time he's ever played with a quartet or whatever, he yeah. was like reading this music. And it's still, I'm not a musician, so it still blows my mind that people can like read that music off of paper, you know, and yeah. have never like played it before. But we knew we were going up there to see some good jazz, and I hadn't been that blown away by a band in Jackson in a while. They're That's all awesome. from Louisiana, I think Baton Rouge and New Orleans and stuff like that. I think we might have mentioned it on the podcast last week as far as stuff to do, but it was fantastic. So if you ever see Zach Ray and the New Music Collective, go see it. Yeah. Fucking intense. Awesome. Yeah, and this that's kind of jazz I really love. Freak out, free jazz with like... Freak out. Yeah, you know, it kind of had that... Freak out. Since he had the guitar, it kind of had that post uh, or that end of career Miles Davis kind of feel to yeah, it. You know? I got gotcha. you. It's really cool, man. Cool. So I'm glad we went to see that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You want to hear me sing some more? Bloggy says do it. So I'm going to switch over to the next little interlude here called On a Whim. Some lovely piano work there. That will take us right into red wine. Red wine. Number seven. Red, red. The UB40 version. Everyone's favorite version. <laughs> I miss those guys. That was such a big hit, man. Yeah, it was. song features Sid and Alina. It also features Esther howling in the background. <laughs> Off key, I might add. We gotta get that straightened up. And, it, 
And if you don't know, Sid the Kid is she is a producer from Odd Future. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm glad you said that. Well, and she, she's credited as Sid, but it's it is Sid the Kid. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, I just saw the hyperlink here on it. I clicked on it. I was not aware of that until right now. Yeah, I so didn't do all research at all on this album. I'm I didn't. I've just did. been too busy to do any research. Uh, we got the Wikipedia the, page open. Especially That's when the, than uh, yeah, when the internet can do it for me. Right. I think Wolf Blitzer should do our research. Hell yeah. Yeah. Can we get him on the phone? <laughs> I wonder if he's got anything going on right now. Probably not. He's probably taking a day off. Yeah. That's oh, wait. There he is right there. Let's tweet him. Get a job, Wolf. Get a job. Quit living off the government's teat. That's what he needs to hear. Get off the government's teat. So both the Clinton and Trump campaigns are holding their after parties in, in Midtown Manhattan in two different places. Mm-hmm. So if Clinton wins, I, I envision this like, you remember in old school when Will Ferrell went streaking? Yeah. I think what's going to happen is Donald Trump's going to get drunk, take off all of his clothes, and like, we're going streaking over the Clinton headquarters. And then he shows up there butt naked, and everybody's like, what are you doing, Donald Trump? He's like, we're streaking, man. And he turns around and no one's behind him. And I think that's going to be a great end to this election season. You heard it here first. When you're hearing this on Thursday, I hope that's what had happened. Naked Donald Trump running around Midtown Manhattan. That's fucking Then you guys stupid. are going to start taking us a little more seriously when we tell you things. <laughs> Episode 76, it's time to take us seriously. I'm afraid if they haven't started taking us seriously by now. I don't think they ever they will. They never will. We've done... Uh, Irreparable damage to that. Yeah, when they when we hand it over to someone else, that's when they'll take it seriously. They took us seriously for the fish episode. Yeah, because uh, because <laughs> Catherine Wade. Yeah, we had adults in the room. We had adult supervision. Uh huh. We won't ever do that crap again. No 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 no. We need a grown up. <laughs> that's what we had. Uh, structure and all that crap. Yeah. Notes. Notes. Ah. Huh. All right, so this will take us into, right now, Pyramids. This is a fantastic song. Yes. You know who we get a uh, 
who we get an appearance from this week that we haven't had an appearance from in a little while. BJ. BJ, the Chicago That's kid. That's right. Uh, there was a palm, uh, point in time when he was like our uh, most featured guest. Yeah, he was like four out of ten there yeah. for a while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been a minute. It's funny, right when I listened to that song, uh, th- I saw his name listed on it. I was like, awesome. We're going to hear him on the podcast again. <laughs> Taking it back. That's right. Little Roots reference. I think other than the Roots, Common might be the person I've seen the most live. Oh. Yeah, it'd be hard to say. I, I've, I know I've seen him at least a half dozen times or yeah. so, I guess. One of the worst shows I ever saw was a Common show. Really? I think it was on that Universal Mind Control tour. Oh. It was cornball. Uh. Yeah. It was free though, so. Was that the one at J- That wasn't the one at JSU. No, no, that was he fun. Per- he, that was. That he was played fun. like all old shit. At yeah, that. he did. Yeah. He only did Universal Mind Control. I think. Yeah. That was the only track from that. He did. The one I was talking about was at the Fillmore in Denver. Uh, and uh, he had this big catwalk thing. So oh it's no. like, yeah, it was, looks like it was like a stage he bought from some 80s band that it disbanded oh, no. or whatever. You know? Yeah, it was just corny. But I've Lonnie. seen some really killer common shows too, so Lonnie. don't want to be negative. Lonnie. That show at JSU was a lot of fun. It was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Write it back. So next week we got a Tribe Called Quest album. Hell yeah. It's, man, we got Common, De La Soul, and Tribe Called Quest albums yeah. all in the same year. I can't remember that. Let me, I wonder when the last time that happened was. Let me clarify for some things I've said on social media and in group message and everything. Oh, yeah, you haven't been too happy about this. Uh, well, my whole thing with the Tribe album is it felt weird because it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and... Q-Tip was the only one talking about it. Uh-huh. Which is and, not a good sign. Which is not a good sign. And Ali Shaheed Muhammad never mentioned it. Right. Um, Jarobi, I think, mentioned it a couple times. And he's been in some of the press photos. Uh-huh. Jarobi has been. And so, you know, but I was still kind of, I was still kind of on the fence about it, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, but as kind of, as things, as you, of course, I mean, it's Tribe, man. I want right. to be excited for it. Yeah, yeah. So as I dig into it and find out what had happened and Ali wasn't able to go out and work with him on it directly because yeah. he had the Luke Cage thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was at the Vinyl Destination thing with um, or the Producer Showcase Retreat or whatever thing that Jazzy Jeff did. Yeah. So maybe, you know, so I'm, I'm a... I'm assuming he just wasn't able to be as involved as, as maybe he would have been. I think otherwise. that's right. And so... I've kind of back on, you know, I backed off of that stance. And it, it, it wasn't that I was, up, I was just skeptical at the beginning. Oh, I think we all were. And, um, but if you knew what was good for you, you were skeptical. Yeah, but as things have kind of surfaced, the only thing I'm skeptical skeptical about about now is the uh, the album cover. Yeah, <laughs> and Jack weird. White. Yeah. Good. Well, I know people like him. Q-tip. I don't. I'm taking a personal stance That's a Q-tip here. move. Man. I know. And, and that's... <laughs> Out of all those pictures where it's like the guys from Tribe and Buster Rhymes, yeah. of all the fucking white dudes that can be in that picture, it has to it be fucking to be John White. White. Jack White. Why couldn't it be 
any, any other white person. <laughs> nah, that's just a personal thing. I'm just talking shit. I'm sure. Actually, I bet it sounds really good. Um, I soften on my stance when uh, Andre 3000 said something about it because he kind of mentioned that it was a quiet kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Then I was like, okay, that sounds a little bit better. Then I read that New York Times article. Yeah. Man, you were talking about Jerovi being in promo picks. Those picks they took of him and uh, Q-Tip make them look like they're 80 years old. Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah. Like the lighting and they were yeah. like making their gray hairs early yeah. pop. I was like... Look, guys, I mean, they're old, but they're not, like, they're not yeah. fucking 83 years old yeah. over here. That, that just is the first thing I noticed. That's a really good story, though. Yeah, it was. And um, to find out that they, they had secretly been working on the album because they got back together and became friends again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, we got to pop out an album for Jai before no, uh, Five yeah. dies. We need to, like, we really want to make this album. Yeah, you know? and that's that Times article is kind of what officially brought me all the way around. Me too. That's where I was but like, But everything okay, else, yeah. I was I was reading and doing research into it, looking right. into it. And, um, you know, I'm just, as a Tribe fan, hip-hop fan, I'm very skeptical of anything Q-Tip says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and I don't, I shouldn't have to justify that to anybody, because if you know anything about Tribe or hip-hop, you know that is a very valid. Fool um, me once. Yeah, fool me once. Shame on you. Me. Yeah. Fool me twice. The fool me won't mean fool me again. Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna buy a third Q-Tip solo album. <laughs> <laughs> as good as they are, it's still. I am a better. little upset that Consequence is gonna be on it again, but. Well, you know. <sighs> you know, everybody's gotta have a Capadonna, I guess. Everybody's gotta. Who's <laughs> this cute chick on the MSNBC hey. coverage? Hey, how you doing? I vote for her. Hi. Hi. We love uh, you. Yes, we do. Will right, you so be we're on to unfamiliar. Marina Atencio, will you? NBC uh, News. Mariana Atencio, will you please be on the podcast next week? We need please. to text Dog and tell him to go down there and like photo bomb and go kick over that Trump sign. Yeah. Unless that guy's in a wheelchair, then just push him over. Yeah. It's his own fault for being a Trump supporter. Yep. I'm sorry. He does that have American flag pants on. That's pretty well, yeah, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. I wish but I did. Put the freaking sign down. <laughs> <sighs> People are voting on the desk penalty. This is uh, PJ again, Paris Jones. Um, I don't know much about her, so let's. Me either. Uh, she's from North Carolina, and uh, she's on a like. No, oh, she's on Atlantic. A bigger picture called Free. Featuring Sid again, as well as Balao. 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 There's a lot of Balao on here. I forget how much Balao music I have on my, like, computer mm-hmm. until, like... I actually do a search for him because he's on everything. Like, he's yeah. been on Glasper projects since before Glasper was on Blue Note and all that. Right. Like, if you've ever got in the mood um, or uh, rehearsed, he's on those. 
Um, but he's on, I mean, he's been on like every Neo Soul album, like every, every like Neo Soul hip hop type album. He's been on every one of those albums right. since like, you know, 2002. As he should be. Speaking of hardworking artists, Blue. I feel like Blue's put out like 15 albums this year. Yeah. Like various collaborations with oh, yeah. people and stuff. Yeah. Kind of all starts to run together after a while. Yeah. And I've listened yeah, yeah. to all but one of them, I think. Yeah. He's, uh, I love Blue. I think he's oh, yeah. um, underappreciated. But he does put out a lot of music, and sometimes it's a little much. Yeah, but, um, I just don't know how he works that hard. It's pretty amazing. Because I did a crime. They say it's violent to time and human beings. But being ain't seeing me as human. In this big business called prison, I'm the one that's consuming. Illuminati this track is awesome. Yeah, it is. Mutilating me from my family, Whoa. society, and loved ones. I wasn't raised to love guns, or maybe toy ones. My pops, y'all built and destroyed them. Common was not woke last night. Just say that. He didn't, be, he didn't become woke nah. just last night. I might have gotten woke at night, but I didn't get woke last night. <laughs> That's a great shirt idea. <laughs> that is actually a really good shirt idea. <laughs> I might have got woke at night, but it wasn't last night. But I didn't get woke last night. In a prison sentence, wonder if this cell got room for forgiveness. Still, I love. If you look in my eyes, you'll see love deep inside. When I look in the sky, this I might be the highest voter turnout in American history. I would, I would think so. It's kind of already looking that way. It yeah. was nuts this morning when we went at like 6:45, stand in line. I've never seen it like that at our place before. It's awesome. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, we'll find out in a few hours. I know. Hopefully. Hopefully I'll be passed out face down in the backyard <laughs> by that time. As you should be. Yeah. As anybody should be. Oh yeah. That's right. Well, hello, Jennifer Lawrence. I didn't know you had a new movie coming out. Oh yeah. I'll go see it. She has. It's a space movie. It is a space movie. I don't care what kind of movie it is. Nope. I love that Jennifer Lawrence. Esther is none too happy. <laughs> She's not even on beat. I know. We gotta get her lessons or something. Yeah. If she's going to make us any money as a singer, she has really got to get better at singing. <laughs> she's got to get this together. Yeah, man. I am not happy with that. Esther, you're not going to get on the podcast that way. Nope. She can sit and stay and heal and all that shit, but sing? Uh-uh. Nope. All right, this is the day women take over or took over. 
featuring BJ the Chicago Yes, Yes, right. This is the one. Yeah. This is the song that I really dug the first time through. Yeah. This is a, I think it's a song I shared. Where I was this like, uh, oh, I like this, this album ends very strong. Yeah, I think it lags a little in the middle with a little too much singing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does end very strongly. And his uh, his little dedication to his father. Oh yeah, really good, man. It just yeah, the middle of the album it gets a little monotonous. I think I can do without all the neo soul kind of sound. Uh, in doses, like yeah. it just it just gets to be a little too much. Well, I think if he would have just left it at um, love uh, love star, uh-huh. you know, I think that would have been good. But you know, he. You know, yeah. Make sure we get it. good to hear from you, BJ, the Chicago kid. It is. Our old friend. Our old friend. Podcast frequentor. <laughs> I love this part of election coverage when the dudes take their sports coats off, roll up their sleeves, yeah. and then wave their hands in front of uh, charts. Yeah. That's like the best part of the night. It's like we're diving in here. Yeah, still got my shirt tucked in, but my sleeves are rolled Hold up. I haven't loosened Jacket the tie off. yet. Jacket's yeah. off, but I haven't loosened the tie yet, and I'm going to wave my hand in By front of this By 8.30, 9 o'clock, ties are loosened, people are drunk, right. cheeks are flush. Nobody gives a fuck what you're talking about. They At just all. want to hear the president is. But I'm still going to wave my hands in front of yeah. the chart and act like these numbers mean something. Oh. Just said the exit. One of the exit polls said that 52% of voters over 65 voted for Trump. Goddamn old people! I swear to God. What are we gonna do about these old people? Gonna put them on an island at some point. Yeah, Saint Olds. Just put them out in the Caribbean somewhere. Do you realize how much room we have in Alaska? Right. You know. Or the Bahamas. Just send them to the. We'll call them the old Amas, and they can just go live there the rest of their life. <laughs> Porto Oldo. We'll just send all the old people. <laughs> The older glades. We'll just send them down there to live port, with the uh, port geezer. <laughs> <laughs> we got ideas. We got ideas. Porto geezer. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Well, we've offended somebody. Yeah. Good. What are you people doing over 65 or 62? We don't even know. That one thing just said uh, it had the first like poll results from uh, New Hampshire so it said you know Trump's leading like 53 to 41 percent so that was like the actual number was like 32 to 28 I was like uh it said one percent in I was like oh I just thought there was literally 60 people that lived in New Hampshire (laughs) like that's really only one (laughs) percent that's not a lot of people (laughs) I thought it was just 60 people turns out there's I guess about 6,000 so good for them so good for them. That's about three times Rhode Island. Right. 
my little Where do dreams go? attached go interlude to this track. I guess we'll call this a spoke to my peeps in the joint to his peeps in the joint maybe one day you'll find a leave in it one Before day i was able to leave bennett all i knew was the area four sides four corners black stones black space black barriers breakthroughs we was broke doing break dances i was just a rapper from chicago who ain't afraid to take chances. south side chicago yeah Though I made these advances, I still know from which I came. Don't get it twisted. And I still want to see California. Will still so I'm going to keep dreaming when it rains. <laughs> that was always our thing, you know, when people would talk about the crochet pants. It's like, dude, still from Southside Chicago. Right. Man. Yeah. You want to get beat up by a guy in crochet pants? You don't. You keep your mouth shut. Yeah. yeah. This is Rain featuring John Legend. Uh, Mr. Legend. You know, I think he gets a bad rap, and here's why. I've seen him a couple times live. Um, I've seen him at a big arena kind of show. Uh-huh. But then I got to see him at like a like a surprise show at uh, Temple Bar in Santa Monica. And that show was literally just John and a piano. That's what I would want to see. And it was amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a... Vocally, he leaves a little bit to be desired. But... Um, when it was just him and, it was, and the piano, it was just something about that. That was also the last time we. Um, that's a that was a weird night. I got I saw um, Batin. That was the last time. You know he was still alive then, and uh, he used to frequent there a lot. So that was the last time we saw him there alive. I think it was like a week or two later that wow. he had passed away. Um, Stokely from Mint Condition was there. There's like a a weird little like. I don't want to say cipher, but there's a group huddled around outside talking after the show, and it was like Stokely, Robin Thicke, and a bunch of people just talking, and like they were just all singing Robin Thicke's praises about how he can sing. Buh. And um, it was just a weird night, man. Yeah. Um, if you know anything about the Temple Bar, it's in Santa Monica, and it's like it's kind of the hangout you know it's kind of where everybody likes to go see shows it's always packed no matter who's there um but man i remember that night just being blown away like by legend and he was doing like full songs to like the choruses and stuff that he had done like the stuff that he had done with like uh slum village and all that like he was doing like in like selfish he had like actual songs Wow. He had written that, you know, yeah. to those courses. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like and, to see um, that. As the rain falls down I got. I respect him more when he married uh, Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, yeah. Can't be mad at that. Yeah, he won. Oh yeah. Can't be mad about that. You won, Johnny Boy. You won. Mm-hmm. And he knows it too. Anytime you see them together, man, like pictures and stuff, like on their social media and everything, oh, yeah. he knows it. Oh yeah. 
He's got that big grin on his face. Like, smile, man. Just smile. Hey, yeah, you're proud about. He's dropping shit all over the place. My bad. And I thought the album he did with The Roots was pretty good. I did like that album a lot. I, I took forever to listen to it, and then when I finally did, I was like, wow, this is really good. I was lost when it found me. Now in the dream is where I'll be. Imperial brain came down to crown me. Now in the dream is where I'll be. Imperial brain came down to crown me. Imperial brain came down to crown me. Now in the dream, a dream is where I'll be. And if it's gonna rain tomorrow, let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. Ballot cam. That's funny. <laughs> it's like flying a ballot around like a paper airplane or something. That's it's not a drone. It, it, it has to be. Everything's on a fucking Every drone now. <laughs> oh, the South Park episode is coming to the real. I mean, that's going to be reality yeah. at some point. So they did a little run last night of the 2008 episode when Obama won. Yeah, yeah, and they did the Ocean's Eleven yeah. thing. And then the one after that where Cartman stole all the ballots. Yeah. And then they showed, they showed, went back and they showed goo backs. Do you remember that episode? The guys that were coming from the future to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Aging hippie, liberal douche. There's so much. And that's, they, they took our jobs. That's yeah. that episode. Yeah. Nice little run. That, that one after Obama won the first time and they did it as an Ocean's Eleven thing yeah. where they were all working together. That was some of the most, like, brilliant shit I'd ever seen. This is Little Chicago Boy. Oh, yeah. I Not to be confused with, B- with BJ the Chicago Kid. Although I'm sure he was a Little Chicago Boy at one time. At one point. Yeah. Unless he's not from Chicago and he's just totally faking it. I was uh, blessed to be in his presence, presence quite a few times, man. Um, and also, maybe not so blessed some other times. Um, did I ever tell you about when he flew out to Los Angeles and... Um, he was supposed he stayed with us right because he was like cool with like us like our crew mm-hmm. and um he flew out to Los Angeles and um gets to the club we're at a club I can't remember which club it was and we're at a club so he we can't go pick him up at the airport so we just tell him to just take a cab uh-huh. and so um he didn't have any money so we had flown him out there so he didn't have any money so he said just let us know when you get here and we'll come out and we'll take care of the cab. Right. All right. So I get a call on my phone from the guy at the door. Uh, said I had somebody out there. So I went to the door and there's Pops. And um, so I was like, oh, it's like, you know, I got money. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I just got out and ran. 
<laughs> well, save so, you some money. That's good. So then he proceeds to ask me for some drink tickets, uh-huh. um, which we gave him, obviously. Right. And then after that, he spent the rest of the night hitting on one of our friends. Nice. The entire night to where she got really uncomfortable and we oh, had to no like kind of hang out with her. Yeah. But we had kind of told her, I mean, you know, pops is, a, you know. Pops. Right. And so, uh, but yeah, he was always pretty, you know, he, him and Common had a pretty up and down relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, I read about uh, that. But, uh, you know, so it, it started out, we met him it, just at shows in Denver. He used to go to hip hop shows. Mm-hmm. And then, so, you know, hang out with him here and there. And then it got to the point where, like, we'd see all my co- Common shows and stuff. And, you know, so we talked, you know, so it just became this mutual thing between him and everybody. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I remember, like, at one point, Kama was, like, trying to help him out and, and you know, pop, you know, his demons being what they were. Common, like, ended up cutting him off at one point. Right. And, and, you know, so it was a whole thing. And I think, you know, towards towards the end there, I know, like, they had repaired everything and, and they were back to mm-hmm. you know cool again and and um which was good that is good um but yeah he was definitely an, an interesting spirit man interesting person i just took off running that's funny yeah that's hilarious <laughs> it's like i just got out it worked for off. everyone worked out for everyone <laughs> so uh and then he just went it was nonchalant there and it just went straight into drink tickets <laughs> and um <laughs> He was just trying to get to those drink tickets he is, quicker. He's just trying to get to the drink tickets yeah. uh, quicker. Um, but I was glad to hear him on this album. And, and this tribute, man, it was... It was uh, That's really nice. Yeah, it was nice yeah. of him to do it. Um, you know. All right, so we're on, like, the second half of Little Chicago Boy kind of shift gears here. Yeah. This takes us into the last track, uh, Letter to the Free. Featuring Belial again. Again. For the last time. 
The name of this album should be Bilal again. <laughs> Black America, parentheses, Bilal again. <laughs> All right, so since this is the last track, what do we got going on this weekend? Um, uh, Friday night, uh, <coughs> sorry, Silas at Hallam House. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With Clouds Phase, and Crayons and Death Phase Mac. two of the Gullah Gullah Island tour. Right, part two of Gullah Gullah Island tour. At CS is that night is Mr. Fluid and some other uh, artists. I think it's called Punchlines and Brushstrokes or something. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So it's uh, some rapping and some art. Um... Saturday, I don't know. I know what I'm doing because it's my birthday. <laughs> I was going to say it's... Yeah. Uh, so... I don't know anything else going on Saturday. There's um, a special secret event Saturday night that I'm sure all of our listeners know about. Probably. But if I haven't told you, hit me up and I'll tell you about it. It's going to be awesome. going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, and we should mention Saturday night, no matter what you're doing... Uh, Dave Chappelle and Tribe Called Quest on Saturday Night Live. Yes. Which is going to be really cool, hopefully. Uh, should be very cool. Yeah. Um, and I say that uh, expecting it to be fully cool. Yep. So what's your final take on Black America again? Um, man, I like it. Uh, I really like it. Like I said earlier, I think it kind of brings him back into the fold. Um, I think Nobody Smiling probably did that as well, but I think this is a more... I don't know. I just think this is more a complete album. Yeah. Um, Nobody Smiling was very dark, very conceptual, uh, but this is more of a, you know, more complete album. I right. Um... I like it. Uh, I've only listened to it a couple times just because I wanted to still be a little fresh when I listened to it. Me too. I'm here. Um, but I will certainly, it'll certainly get some burn and some play. Yeah. Um, I will probably skip the middle part um, if I'm by myself. Right. Just because it, it gets a little, you know, I don't listen to the light much either, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So, but um, yeah, I, I, I think it's good. Um, I appreciate him for it. Uh, I'm glad he's able to, what I figure, do do more of what he wants to do. Right. Um, artistically. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's a little laid back. Um, like I said, the middle part, I don't like that much. I think it, I agree with you, but it, I don't know that I would, I like this album, but I don't know if it pushes anything out of my top five no. common albums. I actually don't like it as much this listen through now that I have it in headphones. Yeah. Um, I dig it a lot. I really like it, and it's great. Um, but like you said, he ain't got nothing to prove. He ain't got nothing to show. I'm just glad he's still making music yeah, and I making think, music that I like yeah, on I a selfish listen, level. Yeah, I think listening to it on the podcast does kind of expose that middle ground. In the it album. does, yeah. Um, you know. I think maybe if it's playing on the background at the house or something, it's different. It's not. That's you know, how I listened to it as, the first time at work. It's not as in your face, but yeah. I think as you're sitting here and you're kind of paying attention to it, um, it does certainly uh, drag out and kind of take that, you know, little softer yeah. side to it, I guess. Agreed, but it's great. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed what you heard, and we'll give it a full listen. Put some headphones on and listen to it without our dumbasses talking over yeah. it. And I think you'll like it a lot more. <laughs> um, but we'll be back next week with uh, Tribe Called Quest. 
with their new album, which yes. drops this Friday if you yes. want to listen to it ahead of time. And um, I recommend listening to the Gucci Man album, the new one. It's really oh, yeah. good. It's um, awesome. If you like Gucci Man, um, which I do. But he's it's just his year, man. He's been killing it. But we won't listen to that on the podcast, but that's my little suggestion. And the uh, – oh, shit. I always say the Freeform Jazz, Uma – Uyama, yeah. Or, how do you say that last name? I forget. I listened to that today. That's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. I, really I haven't listened to it yet. I, I put it on the hard drive, but I have not listened to it. Yeah, yet. and it's not on Spotify yet. So I yeah. was happy to see it on um, a jump drive. The little birdie brought yeah. my way, which was nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check. Um, yeah, I, it's called Freeform Jazz. I can't remember how to say the artist's name, yeah. but it's fucking fantastic. So check that out. Uh, but I guess that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Um, Hopefully, well, we'll see you next week unless America's burnt to the ground. Uh, In which case, we'll have a completely different podcast for you next week. It'll we be us with uh, megaphones yelling yeah. at you outside of gas stations we that will, we're trying to we will, we will enact phase two of the podcast right? Um, where we drop comprehensive and it's just the beat down. Yeah. And, um, yeah, megaphones. Hear us on a ham radio near <laughs> you, that kind of thing, survival radio. Um, uh, but I guess that's it. Uh, so, yeah, check us out at all the places. Comment Beat Down on Twitter, dopemedianetwork.com, Satchel Player, Conference of Beat Down at Facebook, and Conference of Beat Down at gmail.com. Um, yes. I think that's it. So, that's it. Um, until next time, I'm Silent G. I'm Blogger Bonilla. Peace. Peace.